We back. We back with another podcast. It's your man. It's your main boy. It's your boy, So Fugazi, a.k.a. Fugazi, a.k.a. Cameron Whitmore, a.k.a. whatever you want to call me. You know what I'm saying? And we're back with another podcast. With another episode of Empathy Isn't Shown. And this is like episode four. And today we're going to talk about just dealing with regret and also dealing with loss and dealing with like trauma, especially past trauma and trauma that we're dealing with today. You know, I I think a lot of cases, a lot of people in my generation, Gen Z, if you want to call it, and especially just in a lot of communities who are colored people have had a lot of trauma and I don't think it's never been, you know, evaluated enough to the point where we can, you know, get rid of some of this past trauma that a lot of people have went through. You know, I I believe in, you know, trauma that's passed down. I believe people who their ancestors who have went through something also, you know, they pass it down to their other family members and stuff like that. Because a lot of people, if that wasn't true, a lot of people wouldn't be acting the way they are nowadays. And I think we need to realize that it, it it's it's real. And a lot of people have trauma and a lot of people just have it just because like you don't think people are just born because people aren't just born with people aren't just, you know, one day they're like, well, I'm just sad. All of a sudden, no, they go through things also. And they also go through things also that like stuff are like triggers, like stuff is being triggered. Like, for example, me being a black man in America, I guess brown skinned, but I'm black and me seeing somebody look just like me getting killed the same age as me getting killed. RP to Aubrey. I don't want to pronounce his name, but yeah, RP to man. He just, he died like maybe two months ago and we're just not hearing about, well, I heard about it before, but the video just came out recently and seeing that video, I didn't even want to see it and seeing that video of him getting shot trying to rustle his way out and trying to run and then getting shot in the back and falling it, it was traumatic for me at least because the way i looked at it it just i didn't couldn't believe it because that could have been me that could have been anybody even my friends it could have been anybody and the fact that it happened to somebody that looks just like me that's built almost the same as i mean it's just it's just unreal and i thought we would get passes and eventually be able to see a new light and it's just not looking that way. And it's just, it's scary to see that a man who was a D one in school, who was going to, who was going to a D one college or was in a D one school, you know, just taking a lightly jog in his own neighborhood, being falsely identified as a, a robber or something and being killed for it by none other than, an ex-police officer and his son. And it's just tragic to see that. And you wonder why a lot of black people are paranoid to go out to certain places. A lot of people are shy to visit certain areas because they feel like, yo, if I go to this area at a certain daytime or nighttime or whatever, I might possibly have a chance of dying. And I see that a lot with me myself because, um, I've been afraid to go to certain places where I live at, you know what I'm saying, at a certain time. And it's just, it's sad that I have to 
worry about who's behind me or stuff like that because of the way I look or my skin color. And I just, I hate it. And I, I can't, and a lot of times I just can't deal with like the day I saw it. Like I'm, I'm almost in tears and it's just, it was just rough for me to do it. And I just couldn't believe that it would happen. And I like just, when I told my friends about it and I told them that I didn't want to see the video, like I'm just damn, I'm crying over the mic because it's just, it's hard and it's tough to see because like a lot of my friends are black and it could happen to any of them. We're all, like, a lot of my friends are big and black, and, and and people look at us as menaces. You get what I'm saying? And it's just, it's hard to be able to think about that, that they could die any moment because of that. Like, it's just, it's tough. And, and I think a lot of people don't understand what a person that looks like me go goes through, especially in my generation, Gen Z. Like, we... We deal with a lot and a lot of stuff has been passed down from our family members and you call us sensitive, but is it sensitive that we deal with the trauma differently that we, some people, some of my generation, a lot of people, the reason why I think a lot of people play the video game is because we deal with a lot of trauma and we try to take our mind off of it. That Y'all complain about us being on the game, but y'all don't take us to counseling or see that we're using this gaming to get throw away the pain. And I don't think a lot of parents see that, especially a lot of black parents. Our black parents don't see that we use games, gaming as a tool to get away from that, that mindset of that, oh, if I go outside, I could die. I saw a lot of people who are black tend to stay inside <laughs> and play the game. And people just in my generation, period. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about white, black, young, old, Mexican, fat, skinny, whoever you are. That's what we do. And it's it's saddening for people not to realize that and to say, oh, we have an addiction. No, if you actually listen to us and actually try to understand and read our mind or not read our mind, but like read our movements. you That's your child. Like, look at him. Look at the way he's acting different. Why is he doing this? Does he want counseling? Send him to the right counselor. If, it's, if you're saying this counselor isn't right, you find another one. Because you have to understand not every counselor is good for one child. You have to find the best one for you. And the person who can relate to you more. Or you want somebody that has nothing to do with your nationality at all. And you just want somebody who's on the opposite end to help you understand why they that you feel this way. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's what needs to change. I think a lot of people need to realize that we have a lot of trauma. We have a lot of hate towards certain group of people because the way we've been treated especially growing up in Milan it's it's tough to like not see like people that look like you especially men not be thriving and you only see white white young men doing everything you don't see nobody that looks like me thriving or anything like that or being remote role models to other people like i can't right now I, i'm trying my best i i use this podcast i present i try to encourage other people to do good and stuff like that but i can't do everything i don't have all the knowledge yet i'm not there all the way but i think that if our community especially the black men in our community step up and really realize that we got a lot of kids out here who black kids who really just need another thing to do while they're out of school 
and it's just sad to see that some of my you know think people i thought that were really gonna do make it in life and really do things that aren't doing it because of the certain circumstances they were in and decisions that they made you know what i'm saying when you get older yes you should be not well knowledge to make decisions on your own and feel like yo i can do this i this is wrong i need to stop but a lot of people just feel like certain things they do is the only way they can only way they can survive and i don't think a lot of people can connect with that and it's tough to see that people can't connect with it like personally i went through you know a little things i've seen <laughs> like i've seen crack beat i've seen somebody do crack i've seen somebody you know do all types of drugs you get what i'm saying like it's you see it parents don't want to tell you about it. they'll try to deny that you didn't see or you didn't go any do anything my mama does it all the time but i've seen somebody do crack i know a crackhead you know what i'm saying there's crackheads in my family i'm not gonna be ashamed of that but that's just how it is you get what i'm saying and i just it's not and it's it's been normalized but now that i've gone through the changes that i've gone through and realized who i am i've I've gone away from, you know, thinking about those type of things and thinking like, oh, that's it's sad to me now. I don't cry as much because I just, just don't it doesn't come out, but I feel it. And you can see it in my facial expressions that I feel in your pain and in my voice. A lot of people are scared, especially men. Black men are scared to show their emotions. I'm not scared. I'm going to tell you how I feel right then and there. If you don't like it, sue me, kill me, do whatever you want. But I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to tell you I feel my emotions. And I'm going to speak my mind. I like, I talk. I'm going to talk. And I'm gonna, God gave me a voice to speak. And God gave me a voice and ears to listen. But if you're not going to be willing to listen to me, then I'm not going to be willing to listen to you. Because at this point, it's just... It's a level of respect. If I give you respect, just give it back. Simple as that. If you can't understand what I'm talking about, then you can go do what you want. You can go do what you want. You don't have to listen to me. You don't have to be my friend. You don't have to do nothing. Man. But it's just we got to really double down and listen to people and really try to understand what people are going through and really try to evolve into a greater community. And that's just in America in general. America is a great place to live in. We got a lot of things going on for ourselves. But we still got a lot of hatred in our hearts and a lot of pain that we need to deal with and we haven't dealt with. Because I, especially for me, like, I haven't dealt with all my pain yet and stuff like that. And I just don't know how to. I mean, I've tried to. I've I'm in like four different worlds. And it's just, it's hard. It's hard. It's very hard. I don't think people realize I think it's, it's hard and I just try to get it through it day by day you know what I'm saying and the person I um, talk to right now emotionally like we always have conversations you know what I'm saying about our past lives and stuff like that and we have a good understanding that we are fucked up and we can do this together you know what I'm saying it's it's good to have somebody like that on your side to like really talk to and talk about everything because you know you're not gonna tell your friends everything all your friends can't relate to everything you say i don't tell my friends everything but i love them to death i don't even have friends well, I'm, that friend where i don't know why i keep saying friends i think i think it's because it's more um the friend where i think why people use it is because it's 
it's easier to it's easier to say that's my friend. It's easier to say that's my best friend. But I have family members because anybody can be your family regardless of blood. And you know who you are. You know the people I talk to every day. I don't even talk to some of my family members every day because we're living our lives. We're doing our own thing. But they know who they are. When push comes to solve, I'm going to be better for my family regardless of any situation. If they need help, they can ask. You know what I'm saying? We all prideful men, so we don't really try to ask for anything. But, you know, we still, if we need something, we ask. If we see each other, we're going to shout at each other out and stuff like that. We're going to promote each other. Sh- we're going to promote each other's shit videos. And no matter music, I don't care how bad it is, we'll promote it. You know what I'm saying? But I must, I must tell them if the music's trash or something like that, regardless. You know, um, yeah, it's just, we all, it's my family. We, all of us have trauma. All of us dealt with something crazy. You know, all of us have different issues that we got to deal with on our own. And if we need help, we can, if we if one of us can help, we, hey, they can ask us. It's easy to communicate with me, especially. I'm on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter even. You know what I'm saying? I try to check up on people all the time. You know, um, those, those people know who they are. I check up on, I try to check up on everybody. And if you listen to this podcast and I don't check up on you, hit me up on whatever thing you know me on. Um, uh, if you look at my, if you are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever, all my social media will be in the description. If you can't find it, find me on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Type in Cameron Whitmore Milan. You know where I am at. Find me. I'll hit, hit me up. You need something. I got you. Boom. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. You know, uh, it's it's good to have conversations. I like talking to people, especially when once the calls at work all day. <laughs> um, I like talk. I just love talking to people. I'm communicating, just communicating, learning just different people's like mindsets about things, and just really you know indulging, you know, engulfing myself in their mind and stuff like that. Just everything, and it's, it's good to it's good to talk to them. it's good to talk to people. And I I do the so I don't do I do the physical distancing, not the social distancing. I think physical distancing is a better word than social distancing. Social distancing means I can't talk to that person or me. I need to so distance myself from people. No, you need to keep constantly talking to people because I think humans need to constantly keep talking to people and keep communicating because and <laughs> you you can go crazy. And a lot of people have went crazy during this coronavirus thing. Hell, hell, I even went crazy, like. All I do is look at TikToks all day and make t- take photos on my new phone, you know, and TikToks and stuff like that. Like, I enjoy it anyway because it's just my generation. I love doing things like that. I love making content. I love doing stuff like that. People see it's meaningless, but I think it's funny. I think it's fun. I think it's exciting. I think it's it's great. I think it's a lot of great content on there. People are very comfortable on there. Um a lot of black people are comfortable a lot of gay people are comfortable bisexual people are everybody comfortable white people everybody's comfortable you know what i'm saying we still got the issues people saying the n-word that's why i got the n-word police and all the n-word cancel people on tiktoks who make videos and cancel those people who are saying the (laughs) n-word it's very hilarious and but it's sad to still see people like that you know they just don't understand it or we use a lot regardless of what context it is it isn't Cause just like the word the b bitch the bitch word, yes. they'll be quick to say words don't mean nothing. But if you call that person the bitch, they'll be ready to fight. And it's just like yeah, words have meaning. 
So stop trying to say it don't because if I call you a bitch, you're going to care. You know what I'm saying? You're going to care. You're going to get furious. If I call you something else, you're going to feel those words. You get what I'm saying? If I call you gay, people, whatever, people will feel those words. And it's just, all right, but you say words don't matter. Okay. Like, it's just, but what can you do? People are going to be ignorant to the situation. People are going to be not have no empathy for it, no sympathy. So you just got to deal with it and live life. You know, I grew up in Milan, Tennessee, ten, I mean, Milan, Tennessee. So all the bull crap bullshit that's had been happening all the racist shit you get you get kind of used to it now you get used to that old white dude calling you the n-word but give you some crackers the next day while he mowing the lawn on the other side he always gave you crackers on some stuff you know he's old all right whatever you hear the old black man saying why you got that pink on you know calling you the f-word and stuff like that yeah it's 20 yeah you just gotta deal with it you know what i'm saying you just gotta Okay, whatever. Um, they're never gonna change. They're too old to change. You're never too old to change, but they're stuck in their ways. You just gotta go on with the flow. And it's just, it's whatever. But going back to trauma, um, a lot of people yeah deal with it, and it's just we didn't take steps to really help people deal with it. Um, there's no promotion, but there's an app called BetterHelp. I used it for when somebody tried to tell me I was confused about certain things and I just wasn't. And I was like, I love you and stuff like that, but they just didn't want to hear it. So um, I used it because I thought something was wrong with me. And that per- the woman was like, there's nothing wrong with you. You know who you are. You know what you like and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, I thought I did. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, yo, just keep doing you. Keep striving. Keep doing better. And deal, you know, I'm a, if you need help, just text me and stuff like that and it she helped me she helped me deal with a lot of a lot of things i didn't understand a lot of miscommunication that i thought i was giving because you know when somebody tells you something regardless you start thinking it starts you know it starts getting in your head and you start thinking like oh yeah he that my person might be true she might be true or he might be true about what he said and it's you know you constantly keep thinking about it and it's tough that people like that in the world try to make you feel like you're less of something because they don't have their trauma fixed. They don't have their past life things fixed. And I just want people to realize that in life, people are going to come in your path and tell you something's wrong with you and nothing's wrong with you. You are perfect the way you are, regardless of what you do. You are perfect in every way. I mean, you're not perfect or whatever, but you're perfect in your own way. You're successful in your own way. You're going to thrive in your own way you got your own battles to fight you're going to do everything in your power to be the best person you can be and if people around you are trying to down you and trying to not be there for you then you have to cut them off and, and sometimes it might be family members and sometimes it might be close friends but all in all it'll be better for you in the future because you have a future ahead and everybody has a job to do and a job to complete on this earth while they're living and you have to complete that job people out there are waiting for you to do your job you know what i'm saying you might be a plumber somebody might be out there waiting for you to fix their toilet it might sound cliche and corny but this is true you know what i'm saying not everybody's meant to be a billionaire and everybody's meant to be a millionaire everybody wants to be but everybody can't be because who's going to work that job at mcdonald's getting you that burger when you're tired and you don't want to cook at night you get what i'm saying which i don't know why would you eat mcdonald's but anyway it's just it's just real and i've you know, worked at McDonald's, I worked at fast food, I worked at a factory, and it's just 
and seeing all those different people it's like i don't want to be here and even then as an age right now i don't want to work that type of job anymore um it might sound cliche you know if my family members are listening yeah you know i don't want to do that i just don't want to i don't want to put myself through that situation because i'm running like in the factory i feel like oh i need to stay on some like weird stuff i was like do i need to stay here and i was like no you I felt I kept feeling like I needed to stay, and I just didn't. Like, for me, making con making content and not making it feel like it's a job is what I want to do. You know, so I want to make authentic, good, and try to you know evolve into a better speaker and better communicator and better just everything I want to do. You know, I want to build a community to where we can have you know certain safe spaces and talk about our issues and talk about our trauma and talking about just the things we deal with and i also want to bring people on here so we can you know communicate and i really have not thought about bringing anybody on here because i it's just it's it's hard to get people on here and I, you know sometimes people just don't want to talk about their issues but um if you want to be on here hit me up i have no issue and, you know we can do it over discord and we can do it we can go but um yeah like i we 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 gen z kids deal with a lot and i don't think people realize that we deal with a lot and we try to hide that trauma through gaming through music and stuff like that and we need to you know really break it down and try to understand what the fuck is going through our heads yo another thing i don't think i talked about in the last podcast but rp jakari voice um that was a real close friend to close real close friend of mine uh, I didn't, I didn't attend the funeral because I'm, for me, I just, I'll feel bad if I go and I cry. We see everybody else cry and it's just, it's hard for me to deal with things like that. And I hate that I didn't go, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to be there for Michaela and all, uh, all of them because I mean, we were close. Me and Jakar were very close, especially, um, in seventh grade when they first came and we was in our class, his name was Mr. Hyde. We were in that class. He was our history teacher. And I was, I, we were both sitting in the back, you know, basically the only black kids in the classroom. And we clicked off instantly, you know what I'm saying? Uh, one day, somebody was talking about me, and he was like, stop being a bitch. And then after that, it was just like, I stopped being a bitch. I started building this brick wall. I started being more tough and stuff like that because, I mean, I was, I guess, getting bullied, but I don't feel like I was getting bullied. I wasn't you know, attempting to kill myself. I wasn't, um, you know, crying, stuff like that. But, you know, I felt it or whatever. And I just didn't defend myself. But after that, I, you know, I, I mimicked everything he did. I did, you know, all the gang stuff that he was doing, stuff like that. It might sound bad, but that's that was my way to defend myself and to protect my, uh, my happiness. And I think I've been doing it for a while, you know, doing things to protect my happiness, to keep it contained. Because I feel like I didn't think I, uh, after all the, after after high school or middle of high school, I didn't think I still had my happiness or whatever. But I still did. And I still kept and I still kept my goofiness on the level to where it was still, you know, this real me or whatever. And I think all my phases of life was a real me. But going back to, you know him you know teaching me stuff like that you know taught me how to you know defend myself and you know take value in who i am and really embrace you know the culture that that is black you know what i'm saying besides all the gang crap um 
listen to rap music stuff like that he and that culture was embraced as southern memphis hood you know what i'm saying that it, it was that's why i embraced it i was always in the gaming stuff like that and I, and I saw it was and i thought it was always idiotic to hear gangster rap and do all this stuff but no it's it's empowering it makes you feel good and stuff like that people don't know that side you know what i'm saying they just see the side that he gives out and it just, he gave out and it's just it's sad to see people who i know closely you know talk ill will of very bad about your car and it's and i have to sit there and, and i defend it i'm I, I defend i defend him i i say yeah i don't see jakar as that way i didn't see him as the game bang dude y'all seen him as i ain't seen him as whatever y'all claim i saw him as a good person i saw him as a person who could really teach somebody something you know what i'm saying because uh, if i didn't if i didn't if i didn't if jakar did not come in seventh grade i probably wouldn't probably been a whole different state of mind right now i probably would never been tough you know, because I didn't have a father figure. He was like a father figure. If you want to be honest, you know what I'm saying? Somebody tell you to stop being a, you know, you, you know, you, if you have a father, you know, he tell you, you tell him something, you be like, hey, you better be tough and don't let him talk about you. You better hit him back and stuff like that. You know, my mom, my auntie did that, did that stuff, but it still didn't feel the same coming from a woman, you know, because that, that thing, that masculine thing or whatever, that ego every man has when they're young. Um, not when you're young, but when they're taught or see. And it was just, it was, he was a great person. And I think people didn't realize that even when he got in trouble, it was like, he just didn't want it. He was just a different person. And it was, it was sad to see him go out like that. And I don't know all the details. I knew he had sickle cell, but I don't know how he passed away. I don't want to, you know, speculate anything because that's just not who I am. Um, and it's just sad to see him gone and, it, it hurt me. It hurt me. It hurt me because it was like, what could I have done better? Because I, you know, I stopped talking to him after a while, after he graduated early. And I was like, maybe I could have, maybe I could have talked to him and said some words and tell him, you know, get on the right track or something. Take care of your body. You know, you got sick of stuff like that, but. And I know it ain't my responsibility. People can tell me all that all day, but you know, you know how you feel like. Hey, you could have done something. And it's it's tough to see people go like that. It's tough to see somebody who could have really, like, really been. I think he could have been a, a contributor to the community. But don't nobody else see that. Everybody always see the bad things. And people don't try to understand what people are going through. That's, again, that's the problem with our system in America. And this is a, a thing wrong with the black community is that we don't see what people are going through. And people aren't at telling or being role models to that person to see he probably didn't have no body he looked up to he probably looked up to somebody that wasn't you know the best but that's all he had or whatever and it's just sad to see people like that go and i just i hate i hate to see people like that go like that's oh it's tough it's tough and you know you just figure out ways to deal with it to cope you know what I'm saying? I just, it's sad. And it's, it's sad that people, you know, when somebody dies, people only remember the bad and not the good. But I'm, I'm gonna, my life, cause I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here, be outspoken. Cause back in the day, I was a quiet person. I didn't really talk back to nobody. But now, after Jakar, you know, after seventh and eighth grade, 
I didn't let nobody stop me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't let nobody talk ill will about me. I didn't. I was always 100 with myself. I didn't fight a lot. I used my words because I think fighting was senseless. Because if I'm if I'm fighting somebody, I'm going to fight you to death. Um, that's just how I. A lot of people in my family. I just that's just how I see it as. I don't. And I always felt kind of eerie about. Oh, you're gonna fight. Y'all gonna fight and get tired. Like no, I'm trying to kill you. Like. I'm fighting for my life. I'm trying to really kill you. So that's why I never fought because I was so scared that I might really kill a person. And it might sound bad, but I've, I've told this to a lot of people. People might think I'm crazy, but I just, that's just how it was. That's why I'm a, I don't really finally use words because if words don't really hurt me like that much, but you know, I'm not going to sit there and let nobody punk me. I'm not going to let nobody talk about me. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're my sister, my brother. I'm not going to let you call me on my name or anything, you know, uh, and it's just how it is now. I see things now because I'm not, I'm not no bitch. <laughs> Want to put it fr quite frankly, I'm not no sore sucker. I'm not gonna be punked by nobody. And if you feel like you can do that, then you can try. I don't bother nobody. I'm always nice to people. You know, I might have my, we might have our differences, difference of opinion about whatever. But I always try to find joy in everything, music. So I, I think I, I really try to connect with people through music a lot. I try to really, you know, understand a lot of genres and a lot. Why, why do people listen to this music? What, what's the key reason why that person listens to this type of music or whatever? Try to really relate to people and how they live their life, you know. And I think that's who I've always been. But I was it found hard, it was hard to like how to deal with it because I was the one kid that was trying to hang out with everybody who wanted to you know embrace everybody's but a lot of people weren't trying to have that but in high school they couldn't do nothing because i was the boy playing basketball and football whatever and the person who was very black and political about anything you couldn't tell me nothing you couldn't try to call me dumb you know what i'm saying you couldn't tell me nothing and a lot of people were afraid of that and a lot of people were envied so the only people who were envy and i would call them out like you just hate you know what i'm saying you hate me because i'm happy and you're not I was a very happy person. And I remember when I let one person, let one person, you know, try to tell me, this, you're doing this for fake. You're just doing it fake, 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 fake. And I stopped it after that. But now, you know, I'm at a, I'm out, I'm in college and I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm a happy person. Uh, I still got a lot of things to go through, but I'm happy. I'm not as crazy as, oh yeah, uh, stay positive and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I'm still like that. Uh, I still say those same things. I just do it a different way, if that makes sense, especially for this podcast. I think I do it here. And when people ask me, I tell them, you know, keep your head up, keep your head up. You know what I'm saying? I do that for people. And I really try to embrace love and affection towards other people. You know what I'm saying? I hug people more. I say hey to people more. I do things like that. And it's just, yeah, and a lot of people, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of people aren't, connecting enough because people are just stuck on their phones and stuff like that but me i really try to go you know visit everybody and stuff like that well i did right now i just haven't recently i haven't but that's because of corona and just i've been busy and then i'm just like every time i go home i just go to sleep but yeah i really try to connect with people and stuff like that it's just it's it's a lot it's it's not a lot but it's just 
a lot of things to talk about and to unbuckle and to really try to figure out why things are this way is happening. And um, yeah, I just that's what it trauma. That's what it is. And you know, R. P. RIP to um, Aubrey. You know, it, it's sad. It, it's it's sad to see people like that go. And it's just people are still insensitive about it. You see people in comments on Instagram and stuff like that saying, "Well, you should." He said I've been jogging. Like, shut the fuck up, yo. You're. It's sad to see people out here still don't see the wrong in this, and I'm glad to see all the sports players who are standing up, who are saying this needs to be investigated. Tom Brady. I'm glad to see people who are white in power and higher powers to see them, you know, really embracing that the fact that he was done wrong, and it's it's glad to see them. It's glad to see. It's glad to see it. It's glad to physically see it. And I'm happy and I'm happy that it's happening. I'm happy that a lot of people are doing things to, you know, to help the cause and to help the, the problems. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to see people in sports talking about him and saying that he was wrong. I'm glad to see a lot of white people doing it, too, because we need your help, too. We need all the support we can get, because if you don't help us, then. Oh, we only have the power of ourselves and black people can, can only go so far because of the resources that we have and I think yeah we have a hole in our boat you know Solomon and God says this all the time a little listen to that man he says that we all the time that we have a hole in our boat some people believe we only have a boat some people believe like we only have a plank but you know there's a hole in our boat and it hasn't been patched up yet and we, we need a patch we need a patch you know, we might have one bandage, but all those other bandages still play a key factor. That hole needs to be patched up and then rebuilt on and built even greater. Hell, if you want to just give me a whole new boat, but I think that's asking for too much. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I really think that people need, you know, there's a lot of things going on and trauma and hate and pain that word pain that's what people are dealing with they're going through things and we don't we don't we don't try to see or recognize it people every day in poverty fighting to live and to you know get out of it get out of that hell hole that they're living in you know and everybody has their issues and everybody has their problems but if we're not willing we're not really willing to understand people's problems and try to understand what they're going through. We will never be able to succeed. And it's just sad. It's sad to see that. I mean, we still, let me rephrase it. It's, it's sad, but we st- people are doing it. I'm not going to say and act like people aren't doing it. People are doing it. People are out here in these streets, you know, really pushing to help people out. And there's a lot of resources. So if you need anything, like any resources to help you with your trauma or anything. I can send you to people. I can send you to certain apps and you know, you can go from there because I think, I think everybody needs to talk to somebody, you know, uh, I talk to somebody every night, (laughs) one o'clock to like five, you know, but everybody needs that person. You know, everybody needs that person to rely on. I also talked to a new, a new family member that I added to my family. Um, 
great man great man great role model 22 he knows a lot very knowledgeable about things has a tendency of um what's it called oh what's the right word for it yeah has a tendency to overthink things like me but overthink things to another capacity if that makes sense but anyway you know it's i think it's uh, we gonna really i think with this podcast i think i'm going the right direction you know i i deal with, i do it when i not when i when i feel like it and when it feels organic i don't want to feel like when i do this podcast oh I need to do this thing. I need to do this thing. You know what I'm saying? I want to be organic. I want to be real with y'all. I want to be very, you know, authentic. And that's all I can do. You know what I'm saying? I don't deal with stuff every day because I'm not. It's just every day something crazy is not happening. But what I will say is that people who want more podcasts, people who want to see me talking more, um, Yo, just, yo, hey, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? I'll do it for you. I'll do it for myself. You know, this, I'm going to let, you know, I'll I'll really, we'll try to embrace, you know, the fact that I'm able to willingly be able to have these resources to do these things and to people to hear my voice because I think a lot of people enjoy listening to me. I think. People who do enjoy won't say anything, but if you do enjoy my podcast, please hit me up. I really want to know who, who listens to this. I really want to know who, you know, listens to the full podcast. I think it's funny how people actually listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody texted me today talking about, I slid up on their story. and was like, you know, because I guess he was talking about how he stood up for his rights or whatever. And I said, power to you, brother. And he was like, so where the podcast at? And I was like, I was very surprised. Like, oh shit, you, you listen to my podcast? And it was just, it was amazing to me. So, yeah, it just got me inspired to do one. I was going to do one, but I just, it's hard to talk about, you know, things like Aubrey and Jakari and just trauma that I went through. And it's, it's hard to talk about it. And I, I I find it difficult to say it on camera without sounding like, oh, I got to I gotta do it because I got to do it. Like, no, I want to be authentic as possible. I want to be real with y'all as, as much as I can. And it, it's, ha- it's I'm happy. I'm happy to be able to do this. I'm happy to be able to have people who actually want to listen and, you know, help me, you know, expand this more. That makes sense. You know, shout out to all my Gen Zers out there. Boop, boop, boop. And anybody else who listens to the podcast, you know what I'm saying? If there's anything I need to work on, feel like I'm doing something wrong, hit me up. Let me know. Let me know. But anyway, uh, I think no, I got one. I got one more thing to talk about. Uh, I forgot. Yo. Uh, oh, that's right. 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 Um, when you, I've been thinking about this lately. Um, somebody. I, you know, this is a quote that I always, always, always go back to every day. And it says, remember, nobody cares about the truth when the lies are more entertaining. And I think this, this applies to like a lot of things, especially in politics and just in everyday life. You know, people care about the lie when the truth is more entertaining. When you keep it, people only care about the, 
oh my god <laughs> people only care about the oh remember the lies more than the, people only care about the truth i mean people only care about the lie not the truth i'm so this is horrible one one take though people care about the lie more than the truth because the lie is more entertaining of course like and it's sad to see that you know people don't want to listen to the truth like i could post something on instagram right now and say some outlandish but they would not know what i'm talking about but they would run with it and say oh you wrong this and the third but they don't know the truth or i could or i could post this is a better example that was a horrible one i post something about somebody and it's like oh this person is this this is this, this the third boom they don't care people hardly would you be like oh snap that person's like this oh my god what boom i didn't know i didn't know oh my god i didn't know and then they will run with it they will post it all on social media like there was a post about something i don't know what it was it was just like there's just social media outlet that talks about hip-hop just spills spills lies just straight up lies like i remember one time somebody tried to say uh something about nba young boy saying uh uh hey, nba young boy does some crazy shit that he dissed meek mill or something and i'm like what what was this <laughs> it was just a bunch of bullshit and i was just people were running with it luckily most people weren't running with that because it just seemed goofy you know what i'm saying people are more knowledgeable now but a lot of people just run with stuff and just believe anything people say on the media like with the Takashi six nine stuff, um, people people be like, "Oh, he should have snitched." Da, 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 da. But he put his family in danger, and he put his he put people around him in danger. And you can say what you want to say. He put himself in that situation. He put himself around those people, false claiming on the on the internet and doing all this trolling and shit like that. He did this to himself. He has to stay in the house all his whole life so he won't fucking die. You get what I'm saying? He won't be able to walk outside and be able to take his son or daughter, whatever he has, on the beach and go walking and play with them on the park or something like that because he want to act so fucking fool on the, on the gram, getting his family threatened, the lives threatened, and stuff like that. He put his family in danger. So anybody who's defending him, you have the least a bit of trying to understand. Like, you don't understand the whole... You could say people who say it's street yes it definitely has something to do with the street you should never snitch exactly and he definitely should never snitch you have no like he knew what if you in the street anybody i don't fuck with that gang shit i think it's dumb i think it's stupid i think nobody should do it but if that's if you're so if that's your only way out cool then you don't do it again because a lot of people who do join gangs only join it because they have nothing else to they have nothing else to do and they feel like this is the only way out to be prospering to feel like they're included in something or it's the only way you know what i'm saying to protect themselves what six nine doing was not to protect himself he was doing to gain fame and to gain money and to do things that nobody because if he did it if he joined to get up he wouldn't be doing it like Oh fuck Chief Keef and all this bullshit and try to call people out for no fucking reason. He'd be trying to empower people and try to tell the people, don't join the gangs, don't do what I'm doing, don't do this. But he didn't. He's not a Snoop Dogg, he's not a fifty cent, he's not a Meek Mill, he's not a he's not none of those people. He's a troll, he's a big ass troll, and it needs to stop and it needs to get out at his get out of hand. And it's and I hate to see all these white people 
who are defending this man 6'9". And it's just, it was, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I, I, I hate him when he started saying the N-word. I was like, you're not black. Why are you saying the damn N-word? You don't need to be saying that shit. But who knows? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? You know, the black, people commun- the black community accepted him, which is dumb. They should have canceled his ass right when he said it. Um, and that includes, that includes Fresh Montana. I don't think he's black. Is Cardi B black? No. So no, none of them should say it. If you're not black, if you're not black descent, you should not be saying it. Really, you should not be saying if you're American descent. But they were calling them, they were calling black people niggas in Africa too, so it don't matter. Anyway, like I was saying, it's just, it's sad to see people who defend him. And it's sad to see that a lot of people are just not in tune to really what's going on in everyday life. And I was talking to somebody about it and I said, I ain't, I ain't got time to be worried about that. See, 6 9 ain't got to worry about, you know, being black because you got to worry about that. You ain't got to worry about all the shit that come with it because he over false claiming shit putting himself. The only thing, the only thing 6 9 had to worry about is him being discriminated because he's Latino or Mexican or whatever he is. You get what I'm saying? That's the only thing he would have to worry about. He had to definitely go through hardships, but this is but this is what he does. He goes around fucking. And this he should have been worried about that instead of worrying about gang stupid bullshit and calling people out and worrying about his life. You know what I'm saying? He should have been worried about his kids and his family members and what danger he put them in. And it's, it's sad. 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 And it's it's hard. It's heartbreaking to have to, as a child, it's probably rough for that child to have to walk through every walk to school every day. And to be like, am I going to die today because of what my dad did? What is it that child going to say when he grows up and people figure out he's 6'9 kid? You know what I'm saying? People are going to say things and people are going to threaten him and people do not care. They want to see his father dead. So they would do anything to hurt this father. And it's sad. It's sad. It's sad that his grandma has to worry about she can't go to the grocery store like she usually does me worry about getting killed by some goons it's sad and i hate to see it for him but what you're gonna do you know so i think i'm gonna end it here but before that uh we're gonna you know see the music i've been listening to now there's not been a lot of music there's been a lot of music who has been has dropped lately but the music i've been listening to um there's a song called this is a dude named Thundercat I think he's alright there's a song called Dragon Ball Do-Rag and he's talking about a Do-Rag and Dragon Ball Z or whatever and I love this Vegeta chain he got on but it's such a great song um also I've been li- I tried to listen to 38 Baby or whatever 38 Baby 2 it was alright it was iffy but if you want to listen you listen to NBA Youngboy I guess give it a listen but it's not 38 Baby it's not the original one doesn't sound it doesn't give that same feeling that you get from 38 baby that realness um there's also a song called the scots by travis scott he dropped on Fortnite. they had like a big event and they were you know it was like an online concert it was pretty live it was dope it was crazy it was great i love watching it and he dropped the scots with kid cuddy um also i think i talked about this already playboy cardi man um yeah there's a lot of and there's an artist I listen to named Candy Payne. He dropped a he dropped a deluxe version of one of his albums, Everything in Purple. 
Also, Sasuke by Luzi. Sasuke, Sasuke. This is I don't know Naruto by I chopped it like Sasuke. I really like that song. I think it's I think it's funny. I think it's happy. I think it's you know upbeat tempo song. I don't care about what the lyrics say. I just like listen to stuff like that and get me happy and get me up in the morning and get me working out. It's a workout song. Great workout song. Um, yeah, there's another song about Young Nudie. I forgot to say this, but Young Nudie, his album called Anyways, is a great and very underrated. It came out this year, and I think people are very under. I think it's underrated and underappreciative. I think Young Nudie is very unappreciative, and I think he, he drops great music. I think he he speaks what he wants to speak about, and I think that his album, Anyways, is a great one. Um, there's what else? What was that other song? Man, I can't really think about it. Oh, man. I really want y'all to know. I really want y'all to know the song. Hold up. Man. I can't find it. Oh, wait. Peach Fuzz by uh, Tyler Crater. It came out in 2018, but I just started listening to it recently. Um, I've also been listening to a lot of... I've been listening to a lot of, like, podcasts and stuff like that. Um... Like I, I've been listening to podcasts with brilliant idiots. Uh, uh, let me rephrase. I've been listening. I've been watching a lot of Instagram lives because a lot of people have just been doing having those conversations with Instagram lives and just talking about stuff like that, like gaming and politics and stuff like that. I've been looking at those stuff all the time. But yeah, if you listen to this full full podcast, thank you. I appreciate. It. This is a little bit longer, but I had a lot to get off my chest. It's just a lot to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Someone was repeated, but I think it needs to be repeated and ingrained in people's heads. But thank you for listening to another episode of Empathy Isn't Shown. Episode four, if I'm not mistaken. And peace.